back to Elevate Inspiration for Sunday School. We're still in our call series. And if you notice that this is lesson five, this title of our lesson is called to proclaim. You know, we often as youth long for our independence. Sometimes we get our independence when we go to uh, when we go to college. Sometimes uh, we get our independence when we join the military. But going off and eventually if you are a college student, you're leaving, you have a sense that you're not going to ever return back home. But when you do return back home, you notice that people at home remember you as you were, not as you are. They, they don't re realize what you have become because they only look at it from what you were. So this is something similar to what happened in Christ when he returns home. So let's get started in our lesson. Our subject is, the first outline is Luke, the fourth chapter, verses 14 through 15, entitled The Power. Notice verse 14a says, and then Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit to Galilee. Now, the power of the Spirit. At this point in time, Jesus is about 30 years old. He actually have his ministry for about three and a half years. He's been preaching. He's been going about uh, throughout all Galilee. And prior before this, if you remember closely that in his early life, Luke notes that the Spirit had descended upon him when he was baptized. That's Luke 3, 22. Had led him into the wilderness for 40 days and 40 nights. That's actually Luke 4 and 1. And had contributed to his power as he began ministering in Galilee. So here we are with verse 14b. And the news of him went throughout all of the region and he taught in their synagogues being glorified of all. So basically what this is saying is that he's doing miracles, he's teaching the people, it's just he just really is, be, is in the height of what he's doing. So he's being recognized. Now preaching verse 14 correction verse 16 and 17 we're here in Nathras. So when he comes back to his hometown, where he was brought up, as is custom in that day, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day. And he stood up and read. Now the Sabbath day is the seventh day of the week. This was customary. He did this often. He went to the synagogue on the Sabbath day. And this particular time, he decided he, he is handed a scroll and he read from the book of Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, now a scroll, even though it says book here, but it's, it's actually a scroll. These scrolls sometimes went 25 feet long. He went to the part of the scroll where Isaiah, he found in the place where it was written. Now, the question that I want you to think about, and you can just pause right here and, um, and think about this question. How does Jesus' regular attendance 
as it was custom was that weekly worship challenged our own practice in that regard. So we'll talk about that on Sunday. Now, I want you to notice what he reads. He reads, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, recovery of the sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. He reads that, and that is taken from Isaiah. Notice the reaction. And when he closed the book, he gave it back to the minister. He sat down. Everybody's eyes was fixed on him. And then, because there was a stone, I can imagine when he read those words, the authority that he used, the expressions that he used, because everybody caught their attention. And then notice in verse 21, today, this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. Hmm. So all bore witness to him. They marvel at the gracious words which proceeded out of his mouth. And then it seemed like it changed. They questioned. Is not this Joseph's son? Wait a minute. We know him. We saw him grow up. Mm. So I want to ask you the question. When Jesus came, was it for spiritual reason or physical reason? Notice, when he read from Isaiah, he said to preach the good news to the poor. That's the first thing. The second thing, heal the brokenhearted. The third thing, preach freedom to the captivities. Fourth thing, recover the sight of the blind. Five, free the oppressed. And six, proclaim the year of Jubilee. So my question is, are these spirituals? Things are they physical things? Think about that. You know, these are what he is proclaiming. That's the subject. This is what he's proclaiming. This is what he should be doing. This is what he is doing. Correction. This is what he is doing. He is doing this throughout all Galilee, but he has a difficult time doing it in Nazareth. So the question that I have for you that we're going to talk on Sunday. What will happen in our church service if we sang less and read more scriptures? Mm, something to think about. How do you resist those things that put you at the greatest risk of re-entering the captivity of sin? And then we're going to dig deeper by looking at remembering the consequence of your past captivity, the law of sin, or focus on the positive captivity of your obedience to Christ and why. You know, when you think about Christ, I like this picture here. And if you notice there's a cage and the bird is flying out, we have freedom in Christ. Freedom from, and here's a list of things, slavery to sin, creation decay, because our body is deteriorating for the wages of sin is death. Rationalizing the old covenant law, fear of death, but we have freedom to I can love, experience the spirit, experience the spiritual work. We have freedom to live. I like that picture. So my nuggets from this lesson is real simple. When you think about it, Jesus' message is really clear. He wants all to be rescued. 
all. So as a traveler that is a sailor in a boat using the North Star to guide them to their destination, Jesus is our light to the path of heaven. So my nugget is two words, uh, really four words today. Come. That come have reference to children, old, middle age, everyone. Everyone needs to come to Christ. That's what we should be proclaiming. And then the year of Jubilee. Notice now, that's, that's what he said. This is the year of Jubilee. The Jubilee is actually the 50th year. So the children of Israel, every seven years they will rest. So they will do that for seven times seven, which is the 49th year they will rest. And then on that 70th year, seventh year of the seven years, which is 49th year, the 50th year is a when everyone will return back to their original family. You will free from your debt. You return to the property that you own. This year was also dedicated to rest. So this is a time that you will rest. And during this year, the Israelites were not supposed to reap or harvest. They was not supposed to plant so they could reap. Usually the year before that, they will harvest enough to last. And then the, then the, 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 the fruit or the vines will grow wild and they just could eat off of that. Not to make money, but just enough for them. It was a time for people to return to their family and loved ones. So likewise, Christ's death, burial, and resurrection. He relieves us of all our spiritual debt and our slavery to sin. We as believers are freed. Now we can commune with our heavenly father. That is the year of Jubilee. That's the year that we can live right now. We don't have to wait. We can do it right now if we just come. That's my nugget for today. For this. So the thought to remember is Jesus the Messiah has come to set us free. Hey, here's our Zoom session. Uh, it's going to occur Sunday at 6 p.m. There's the meeting ID and the passcode. Again, we're in the call series. Hey, I sure appreciate you all joining me. And like I say, see you in Sunday school.